What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows and download and listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcast, free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Want to hear from you and also uh, vote. Get up there at vcin live. Should the Cardinals bring Kingsbury back after another collapse and that bleep show last night? So disappointing. First ever Monday night playoff game, Manny cast watching here at uh, the best book in the world circa and the, uh, it's over in the second quarter, and that throw by Murray. It's 52-48 right now, no. Uh, excuse me, uh, uh, yeah, no, don't bring him back. Uh, he, he should be gone, and you can't move on with Kingsbury. So here, so you mentioned McCarthy, and uh, we agree he never should have got the job, and he should go as well. So Jerry and Stephen Jones said he's coming back. It's not on the table. But what is why, the, why is it not on the table? I don't know. I mean, to, to, the one thing with all the penalties, that's coaching. Most penalized team in the NFL. He's going to get exp- Constantly screws up big sure. game management decisions. Sure. What's he doing right? <laughs> Seriously. I know. You know, the game was on again. I watched the replay. I mean, this is this is him the whole game. Looking up at the replay board. He's got his arms Look folded. He's looking board. at the Jumbotron the whole game. Because right, Moore's calling the offense and Quinn's calling the defense. Right. He so, butchers challenges and timeouts and it. clock management. That's it. That's what he does. Right. And you had Aaron Rodgers, and you saw you only could win one Super Bowl for all that time. But I don't understand this. We're blaming the officials when we get beat. Dan Wetzel, Yahoo. Three neutral zone infractions. Two false starts. A delay a game. Plus Gregory tackling an offensive lineman. That was unbelievable. That's some junior high football. He's right. And then a guy who has all the – listen to these penalties. Gregory, neutral zone infraction on the first play of the game. Holding on the kickoff. Uh, Williams holding a race's 32-yard play to C.D. Lamb. Gregory, neutral zone, gave the 49ers a first down. They kicked the field goal to extend the drive. Two false starts immediately out of halftime. Pushes third and four to third and 14. Parsons, neutral zone infraction. Wilson, illegal block. Wilson, illegal block. Delay a game after the successful... Now, what the hell was that? After the successful fake punt, that (laughs) Mickey Mouse operation... Defensive holding, illegal use of hands, holding on third and 11. And then the the huge play, the Gregory defensive holding, gives the 49ers the automatic first down, uh, and they should have 
been able to run the clock out, but then Garoppolo didn't wait for Williams to get set on the fourth and inches. 14 penalties. Four penalties essentially ended a Cowboys drive. Three penalties extended a 49ers drive. So what do they do? Dak comes out and says, good job by the fans for throwing debris at the officials. And Michael Parsons says, there's a bias against the Cowboys. Like the league didn't want Dallas to go to Tampa Bay and have that great matchup in ratings Bonanza too. No, no kidding. I mean, that, that's, a rematch that's of opening night. Remember that game? Cowboys and Bucks on opening night. That was one of the best games of the season. Tom Brady with the drive to win the game with the field goal late. I'm sure the league wants that. There's no bias. The bias would be pro-Cowboys, if anything, Yes, uh, from the league. They're great for business. Now, when you're talking about yeah. these uh, penalties you just detailed, what that tells me is the Cowboys don't practice discipline. Uh, because when you have things like this happening, you're the most penalized team in the league. You're not practicing the right way because you're supposed to coach that discipline and practice. You don't have to be a Marine drill sergeant, but you can't run a country club either. Yeah. And uh, obviously Mike McCarthy is not coaching these guys hard. He and his staff aren't doing a good enough job in practice because it carries over to the football, to, to the game day, to the to the football game. So uh, I don't think there's any doubt he he should be fired. He never should have been hired, you I. You, me, and uh, Michael Lombardi talked about that. None of us would have hired Mike McCarthy as coach, but you're compounding the mistake by keeping him as coach, and that's Jerry Jones's biggest fault. Yeah. If you look back, why have the Cowboys not won a Super Bowl in the past 25 years? It's because Jerry Jones uh, doesn't know when to make a change. He was way too loyal to Jason Garrett for years, right? He oh, wants, absolutely. Jerry wants to run the football side of it. He wants a coach who's a puppet. He wants to be a puppet master with his coach. And Mike McCarthy's just going to be a yes man. He'll say anything he, he can to make Jerry happy just to appease Jerry. And that, that was obvious at his introductory press conference uh, a couple of years ago. So the, he fooled Jerry. And yeah. Jerry's a smart guy. I, I, don't, I don't think Jerry should be evaluating personnel and making decisions. Oh. on, on They've had some good drafts. You know what's surprising of, but that, is the Cowboys have actually drafted pretty well yes. in recent years. That's why they, they've got talent. That's why they have the highest scoring offense in the NFL. They've drafted well. Right. But then you also come out and say it was a huge mistake that I fired Jimmy Johnson and the ego thing there. And then you still have a chance oh, to fix him. it because it's one of the best jobs in all of sports. And you won't hire a big-time coach there's and a, a college, guy with a great resume. There's one, there's one coach one right there out, made right? a leap from college to the NFL who was well, a huge success. Yeah, but Jimmy also sure. – one exception, Jimmy Johnson. Well, yeah, but he also was the worst trade in the history of sports. With the Vikings. You're yeah. Vikings. Well, look what he walked into with all those picks and what Mike Lynn did with the Herschel Walker trade. So uh, no yeah, doubt, but it took him twenty years to admit he was wrong about the Jerry. Oh yeah, I know the Jimmy Johnson. Well, fight. that's the other thing about billionaires don't want to admit a mistake so right. early on. He'd be doing that if he fires McCarthy. He also was fooled by McCarthy. So he he was so bad in Green Bay. And remember Ryan Clark, who was out of the league for a while when he was on ESPN, said they're still running the same plays in the same offense. And he's getting they're they're doing walkthroughs and having practice. The guy's up there getting a massage. So he then he comes back with this, oh, now I'm at Linux now. I was too conservative. I was kicking field goals, fourth and goal from the one, and that that travesty in Seattle in the NFC title game. So he's like, well, I, I bought a barn, and I've been studying analytics, and I've been living in, uh, watching football nonstop in the barn. And that's when he told Jerry, mm-hmm. I watched every play from the 2019 season of the Cowboys, and that's what helped him get the job. So you pointed out as Von Topol showed this to you, yeah. and, and a viewer sent this in. He, he says he says to Jerry, and it's how he gets the job. Then McCarthy was asked, here's the video, he was asked about it when he was introduced at the press conference. I need to confess, I mean, I told Jerry I watched every play of the 2019 season, but I wanted the job. Uh. So uh, <laughs> uh, I, 
I, I, I have. <laughs> I, I haven't watched every play of the season, but it, it was just. Uh, I mean, you do what you got to do, right? <laughs> what a doof! <laughs> he's got he's got Jerry on his left and Stephen on his right. Doofus. And you heard the nervous laughter from them, and then the uh, the, the uh, well, the media too. Well, he, well, he admits that. If you he admits it in the press conference. Stephen Jones, you got to be sitting there. What the hell? This guy lied to us in the interview? What did we get ourselves into here? And then two years later, the Cowboys are still a flop and they won't fire the guy. Jerry Jones has nobody to blame but himself for the Cowboys' shortcomings in the playoff. playoffs the last 25 years. Why do you think it's going to be better next year for the Cowboys? No, it's going to get, you're right. right. Because if Moore gets a job, and certainly Dan Quinn's going to be gone. Dan Quinn will be a head coach. He did a hell of a job. I mean, that was look what they did this year. They didn't win a playoff game, but they led the league in takeaways mm-hmm. and interceptions. Now, that's right. bye-bye now, too. The Cowboys' defense was historically bad the yes. previous year. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, it's only going to get worse. And your quarterback was in a slump for the last uh, month and a half. Um, good props up at DraftKings. Uh, we talked about these last week. These are fun, and these are for the whole playoffs. Um, the special odds with the current yardage. They had uh, all the playoff specials. So you had most receiving yards. As I mentioned earlier, Evans won the week, but you can bet who's going to lead from most receiving yards through the whole playoffs. Evans came out with 117. Kelsey had 100 yards, and Chase had 116. And now you see uh, the updated odds, and Kelsey's the favorite. Evans right behind him. Coop didn't do much in the win. And uh, <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? Coop. 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 <laughs> Cup didn't do much in the win. And then you see his odds there as well. Adams hasn't played yet, and he's eight to one for the Packers. These are good props. What do you what do you make of these? Any anything out there jump out to you? Well, the first thing I look for is a long shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna bet one of the favorites there, but Trav- Travis Kelsey, you gotta think, is gonna compile a bunch of yards. Um Mar Chase has probably only got one more game. Maybe. I, you I'm never s- know though. But also, right. I, I could also see him going for one seventy to one eighty in a loss. Or I wouldn't. They could still win that game too, and it, but it depends. The KC that that prop probably comes down to KC Buffalo. I'll tell you what I'm looking at: Stephon Diggs, yeah, and Tyree Kill in that 14 to one range. The winner of that Chiefs Bills game, we, we both think is going to the Super Bowl, right? You think the Chiefs are going to win, and yeah. I think the Bills are going to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I'll agree with that. The winner of that game yeah. will will go to the Super Bowl. So yes. If you look at Tyreek Hill at 14 to 1, Stephon Diggs at 14 to 1, one of those guys I think would be a really good bet on this prop. Okay. Passing yards. Mahomes had 400 yards in the win Sunday night. Allen had 309 in the win against uh, New England. And the, the, that prop probably comes down to what happens, as I said, uh, in their matchup Sunday night. Rodgers, 10 to 1, hasn't played yet. Stafford, 16 to 1. And then you have Burrow, Tannehill, and Garoppolo. You see the the updated numbers, updated odds, and the yards so far. Great graphic. And DraftKings special most passing yards. Oh, Jimmy G at 65 to 1. Nah, I'll pass. It's going to be Mahomes around. I don't see anything there. Yes. How about most rushing yards? Mitchell led the way with 96 yards. How about this? We had six games over the weekend and no 100-yard rushers. Isn't that something? That that is bizarre. Derrick Henry might uh, put an end to that this week. Right. So he was he was the favorite. He's been out for how long? About he, uh, I would say two and a half months. Yeah. yeah. So he was the favorite going in. He's the co-favorite right now. And who knows how many carries he gets? 
and how many times he's on the field Saturday. He's the co-favorite with Mitchell. Mitchell led the way. Singletary had 81 yards. He's the third choice. The Bengals won, but Mixon didn't do much on the ground in the win against the Raiders. And then you have uh, Jones, who hasn't played, and some guys at the bottom, too. Uh, Debo had, had 75, too. But that's a good prop as well. That is fascinating that Henry's the co-favorite. You don't even know how many plays and how many what he's going to be like and if there's a rust factor uh, with him on Saturday. That's a great prop. Updated stuff, all that's up at DraftKings. We'll get to the college basketball card up next. Get some plays from Matt. In pocket coming up in half an hour. We'll revisit Monday Night Football as well. We still will talk to Fran Fraschilla, Mike Golick, and Nate Tice with our guests coming up in the third hour as well. All that straight ahead. Polly Howard, Matt Humans, Mitch back coming coming soon out sick. Follow the money visa and the Sports Betting Network. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Never too early to prepare for the big game. We want to make sure VSEN's part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs and on championship weekend. 56 hours of free video coverage on vcin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. Biggest game of the year. Make plans to join us before, during, and after the action on vcin.com. Half an hour. Half an hour. We have Matt's golf plays. Back to back winners. Matsuyama Sunday, 18 to 1. Nine outright winners last year. This guy's incredible with golf. Matt's golf plays and in pocket coming up in about half an hour. We're looking forward to that. I think uh, I can pick a winner every week. Come on. <laughs> when you give out nine last year, and some of these are big shots, not, you know, eight, 18 to 1, 30 to 1, 50 to 1. Come that on. Was 70 to 1 Incredible last job. year. Well, who was 70 to 1? 71 was uh, Max Homa in uh, Los Angeles. Really? Remember when he and Tony Finau were in the playoff? Great job. Remember that one? No, I had I don't, Finau, I don't, too, I don't like 30 to 1. I had both guys in the playoff. Right. But uh, that worked out well. We'll see. We'll talk about the Amer- American Express Golf Tournament. But Quinta, California this week. Uh, so it's the West Coast swing starts in California. I got a, I got a few players I do like this week. Let's uh, you want to talk college hoops? For, yeah. Uh, so uh, you're a big college hoops junkie. Um, the Purdue game was fantastic. Uh, Arizona's been a great story. We'll ask Fran Fraschilla about that. They play. They've had one close game. I mean, how impressive is they lost to Tennessee, but the blowout, blowout, blowout. The job that Arizona's yeah. done this year. Auburn's off to a great start. Big Ten stack some good conferences. Uh, you went to, I think, 2-0 last night. Does anything jump out at the card 
on the card today with yeah, college I, hoops. I got a lot of uh, potential side circled here. I got a couple bets in uh, today. By the way, Baylor was number one last week and lost back-to-back home games. You never see something like that happen. Number one mm-hmm. team in the nation lose back-to-back. They were favored by a combined 25 points in those two games oh. against Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. What happened to the Bears last week? They're at West Virginia tonight. Baylor, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Do you think they're going to bounce back, or is something wrong mm. with uh, Scott Drew's team right now? Baylor's dropped from number one to number five. I think I would bet Baylor or pass, and we're going to pass on that game tonight. Uh, North Carolina at Miami is an interesting game. I just can't lay the two-and-a-half with the Tar Heels on the road. Uh, Miami off a big win at Duke. That was a pretty impressive uh, win about a, two weeks ago uh, by the Hurricanes. I'll tell you one I did play uh, last night. I bet Wisconsin minus two in the Big Ten. I was a little bit surprised this number. And sometimes when you see a number that's uh, suspiciously low, it scares you away from the game. But I know a lot of these numbers are based off the uh, Ken Palm website. And Kim, you know, whatever Ken Pomeroy has up on his fan match page, a lot of times the, ends up being the uh, opener of the market number. Mm. Wisconsin's won four straight, one uncovered four in a row. And that's against good opposition. Purdue, Iowa, Maryland, Ohio State. And I think this uh, Northwestern team is sneaky good. But again, uh, Northwestern's got three Big Ten home losses already. And the Wildcats, the Purple Cats, find ways to lose games. They just have trouble closing them out. Johnny Davis, Brad Davison, and the Badgers. i got to back them here tonight. I'm going to lay the two with the Badgers in Evanston. Uh, so we're going to go back to the Big Ten, try to find another winner. I did bet that one uh, last night. Let's go with... Um, the Big 12, Iowa State, I took eight. There's seven and a half out there at a bunch of spots, but eight at the Superbook right now, 655 on the rotation. Iowa State's been one of the biggest surprises in college basketball to this point. And the coach. T.J. Otzelberger. How about that? Complete, you, didn't, you, you didn't like him at no, all he here. Was a complete bust at UNLV. Yeah. He put together a pretty good roster. I will say in the preseason, I hate the coach, but I did like the roster in the preseason. Brought in a lot of transfers. And uh, I thought the, the talent on paper looked pretty good. I did not think Iowa State was going to be a 14-3 and type of team at this point. Nobody did. Uh, but Iowa State went to Kansas last week as a 14-point dog and lost that game by one, 62-61. I'm not sure why this number is eight. Texas Tech has had a busy, busy schedule lately. This has got to be one of the most fatigued teams in college basketball, I would think, uh, because of the schedule the last two weeks. I'm probably going to take Iowa State plus eight. Um, what else are we looking at? Duke tonight is a four-and-a-half-point favorite at Florida State. I want to ask Fran Fraschilla mm-hmm. about Duke because uh, you've got Paulo Banchero, who could be the number one pick. It looks like right now it's going to be Jabari Smith from Auburn, but this Duke team's insanely talented, and I hate to say it, but I, I did buy a future on Duke. because No, of, you're kidding. No, I, I had to. I, I've cashed on futures with Duke before. Even if... I hate, even if I really dislike the coach, and uh, <laughs> really? I hate it when Duke wins. Yeah, you might as well profit from him. What was Duke's your tribute called? I'll never forget. I'll never forget that one. Right, that was I'll awesome. I'll never forget when you had three of the top ten picks in the NBA draft and couldn't make the final four. <laughs> yes, I'll never forget. Right, and we okay. can go on and on, but I do like the, I do like this Duke team. Uh, that home loss to Miami aside, uh, I don't like this Florida State team much at all. So I'm thinking about okay. playing Duke. In uh, Tallahassee tonight, that's one to look at. And um, you know what? one more in the Big 12. Sorry. Yep. Remember Porter Moser, the great job he yes. did at Loyola? He's doing a really good job at Oklahoma. And Again, Loyola's playing well, too, though. What's that? 
Loyola Chicago's playing well. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. They built a great program yeah. there. Uh, Oklahoma beat Iowa State by 13 in Norman a couple of weeks ago. Uh, three and a half point dog to Kansas. I think the Jayhawks got to be on upset alert. I've, I've been, I had Kansas as my number one rated team in the preseason. Really disappointed in the way this team's playing. Not really getting the great backcourt play I expected. So I have not bet this one yet either, but because uh, I thought the line might get bet up. It might be able to get more than three and a half with the Sooners at some point today. But uh, that's another one I've got circled as a possible play as Oklahoma. Uh, catching the points at home tonight against Kansas. But uh, Wisconsin minus two, Iowa State uh, plus eight, the top two on my list right now. You know what's caught my eye? What's what, that? what Gonzaga is doing offensively. Have you seen this? Yeah. 115, 110, and 117 their last three games. Before that, 93 and 95. Yeah. You know what that tells this me? Is, well, this is ridiculous. Back-to-back games where you score at least 110 points? Well, they got a lot of offensive talent, but that also tells me the opposing coaches are doing a really poor job because when you're facing a team with that type of a talent, you got to try to slow the game down, shorten the game. Uh, you got to play the clock. Obviously, those coaches are just letting the team go out and play and let Gonzaga run up to score. Only two games tonight in the association. That shouldn't happen. No, only two games tonight in the association. Uh, last night, yesterday was a lot of fun with all the games and the, uh, the matinees. How about some shifts in the odds here with the NBA? Last week, the Nets were $7 to win their division. It's mm-hmm. $1.60 now at Bet Rivers with the Durant news and then a losing streak. And they got beat. How about the Cavs? Mm-hmm. This could happen. They're, they're 7 to 1 to win the division. They could get the one seed. This is possible. Even with the injuries and what's happened, they've now they've won, I think, five in a row. They're a game and a half out of the one seat for the best record in the East. The Bulls are leaking oil. Miami's playing well. They're 28 and 16. Watch out for the Heat. Yeah. Uh, Durant, the Durant injury. Kyrie can't play home games. I mean, this is 27 and 18. What a story here with the Cavs. Still 7 to 1 to win the division in a game and a half back for the best record in the East. It's not going to happen, though. Oh, you're pooping on my parade? I mean, come on. That could- are you going to bet it? I'm going to take a shot with that. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. I think that could. Yes, you can uh, make a move. It's all. It's like the Suns last year, uh-huh. where we had 18, 20 to one to win the division. What's that's not the motivation for these teams. The Nets don't care. The Bucks don't care. I think the Miami Heat care, and that's the team I would bet to win uh, to get the top seed in the East. In fact, that was my pick before the season to get the top seed in the East. Is Miami Heat, and that's one team I think will be motivated to get that top seed and has the talent to do it. The talent, the coach. I will say this about the Cavs. Darius Garland is playing lights out at point. So uh, the Cavs got some good young talent. I just don't think they can sustain it. We're sitting here in the middle of well, hold January. On. Whoa, are you sit really? Got to do it for three more months. They've had they had the, one of the easiest schedules. Then they defend mm-hmm. they, with the top five defense, and there was a tough schedule coming up. You want to go double or nothing on the dinner? <laughs> <laughs> What's the price? So we got, you gave me the Bills plus three and a half for dinner. That yeah. was Saturday night. We're out here at Circuit. Well, I had two shots of Sambuca. I, mean, I was, I was okay. feeling good. I, I, was I got off Bills the plus three and a half. Is yeah. that dinner going to be a Burger King or Berries? Berries. Okay, good. We'll do Berries. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. You got it. How was your breakfast yesterday? Uh, Burger King was closed, so I went to McDonald's. It was closed? Yeah, I got there at 7.30, and there's a, a sign-up on the, the drive-thru that says, our new operating hours are 8 a.m. to, to 10 p.m. You go. You know why? No one wants huh? to work. Absolutely. It's a big problem. You go to a lot of these McDonald's, 
Sorry, short staff yeah. can't come in drive through only. Yeah. It's out of control. No one wants to work. Oh, a couple nights ago, I drove by the McDonald's drive through and it's closed. Said, oh, the computers are down. Computers? You've heard that. You've heard that, haven't you? When you go to McDonald's late at night, they'll say, well, the computers they give are me down. No, no they, give just, me, they give me the uh, oh, cash only. You get, do that, Cash too, only, and oh, then That's happened to me a bunch of times. And so they, they say it's 24 time. hours, and they're actually open like 22 hours. They close between like 2.30 and 4.30. False advertising. Oh, uh, we told you about the uh, the hot the ice cream issues too. I told you about that. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a big problem. Oh, the ice cream machine's always broken. It's a hot dog right? stand. They're lying to you. They <laughs> lie to your face. Oh, the the ice cream machine's down. No, it's not. You're lazy. How can that be? And the guy who tracked it, what was going on? Ridiculous. What's up next? You got the, you got me fired up now too. I mean, that was uh, Memphis is four dollars out to win the division too. Another nice win. Memphis has been from Memphis. Very good. Story. Yeah, we'll get back to Monday Night Football. Recap what happened in Los Angeles, and we'll take an uh, early look at the four monster matchups in the division round. Straight up on Decent Follow the Money. Follow the money on Decent, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same-game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same-game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com today. Explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21 playable in Jersey as play Sugar House in Illinois, Jersey, Pennsylvania as well. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, what a letdown that was last night. Again, a playoff game that was a blowout. It was over in the second quarter. The horrible interception. I still can't believe Murray threw that from his own end zone. Throws it up for grabs. The shortest pick six in playoff history. Uh, I made the case earlier I would not bring Kingsbury back if I'm Arizona. That's the poll question today uh, at VEASAN Live on Twitter. You can vote. It's 50-50 right now. Mm. Should the Cardinals keep Kingsbury on as head coach? It's 50-50. Uh, Kevin Clark. How many votes? From the uh, 300. Kevin Clark from the ringer said, uh, we're edging closer and closer to the Panthers' offensive coordinator. Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, that's certainly what what it looked like last night. And they did that offensive futility to start with their eight first drives. They don't get a first down, and it was either a turnover or they had a turnover mixed in there as well. Uh, here it is: eight consecutive drives with either with zero first downs, a fumble, or an interception as a result. Longest such streak to open a playoff game since the Raiders in 1981. Oh. Yeah. That's atrocious. remarkable. And then 1.5 yards per play. It's hard to be that bad. Yes. It's hard to have eight straight drives with no first downs. And I can't believe the Raiders were actually that bad in 1981. That was the year after the Raiders won the Super Bowl. Was it? Yeah. Wow. And then, and then the 1.5 yards per play, second fewest in the first half of a playoff game over the last 20 seasons. The Chiefs averaged less than a yard per play uh, against the Colts in 2006. So the, the, we mentioned the, the bizarre play, nice throw from his own end zone where it's you have more running a go route and then you have Kirk and Kirk's going to catch it and he stops. He might mm-hmm. he might have catched. It might have been like a ninety yard touchdown, uh, but he stops and then it falls incomplete. They have to punt that leads to a Rams touchdown and then it was downhill ever uh, the rest of the way and then twenty one nothing with the interception and then the, the oh by the way touchdown and they only score eleven points. The green drop was big too because. Uh, he gets him out of trouble as Murray throws from his own end zone. He drops it. He gets hurt after the big hit. And then the pick six comes right after that and then schools out. So the, we've talked about it all uh, all week and then yesterday, too, about 
No one was under more pressure than Stafford. The Rams were all in. Imagine if they went one and done. Here is Von Miller talking about the pressure that the Rams faced going into the game. We all in. We, we, got, we got so many great players on this team, man. And, you know, with, with so many great players, it's a lot of pressure. But pressure is a privilege, man. Pressure is to feel alive, man. It feels good to be out here in the playoffs, man. And, you know, one game down. We got three more to go. And they go to Tampa to take on the GOAT. And the rematch from a game earlier in the week that they won at home. And at Bet Rivers, Tampa's two and a half and 48 and a half the total. And we don't know about Worfs. And Arian says it's up in the air about if he's in a walking boot yesterday. Well, he's right about this. They're all in. They've traded all their first round draft picks <laughs> right. away. And they're up against the cap. And uh, it's all or nothing because Stan Kroenke wants the Rams in the Super Bowl and SoFi Stadium in LA. But they're going to have to do it the hard way if they get there because you got to go to Tampa, like you said, beat the GOAT. You got to beat Tom Brady, then you're either going to have to play the Packers at Lambeau or you're going to play the 49ers. And the Niners have dominated Sean McVay. Shanahan owns. Six in a row, right? Yeah. But McVay owns Arizona. What is that now? 10 and 1? 9 and 1 or 10 and 1? Right. McVay against Arizona. And I I tell you, I I thought there was much ado about nothing with the Beckham nonsense. Good move. I mean, he had 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 a big game last night. And Von Miller had an early sack, and he had a big game too. But I mean, well, also they got lucky because they got the Beckham news, then they lost Woods yeah. the same week as they oh, brought in Beckham. Robert Woods was very important to that offense. So I would say that, yeah, everything's everything looks great. It's uh, roses and, uh, what do you say, it's uh, candy and roses for the Rams right now. Well, let's see what we're talking about a week from now. Uh, Stafford had 323 career touchdown passes, the most by any quarterback in NFL history who had not won a playoff game. So he's got that monkey off his back now. He's got a playoff win. Uh, if you can go to Tampa yeah. Bay and get another one, hey, then you've accomplished something. I really don't think the Rams have accomplished a whole lot right now. You can't sit back and pat yourself on the back because you won a playoff game. Yeah, you beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals has lost five of the last six. Okay, that, that's what have you really accomplished? So this is the big test for Stafford this week. Can you go to Tampa? Can you outplay Tom Brady? Von Miller, can you produce in a game like this? Um Odell Beckham, let's see all these guys step up and do it again this week. One playoff win does not necessarily make uh, the Rams a successful season. Mm -hmm. And the Rams at Bet Rivers to win between 19 and 24 points last night was 11-1. to And unfortunate that four of the six games have been blowouts so far uh, in the playoffs. Beckham was 10-1 to to score the first touchdown. You had the pick six, which was plus 250, had a two-point conversion, plus 260. And Stafford's anytime touchdown was 9-1 to as well. At Bet Rivers, the Chiefs are two and fifty-five. There's some props up already. Overtime's eleven to one. First score of the game. Bills field goal plus four eighty. Chiefs field goal plus four seventy-five. Scoreless quarter is six to one. This is also a rematch when the Bills went to Arrowhead and destroyed them in that first meeting. All the Chiefs had it were going through a bunch of issues. Yeah, thirty-eight to twenty, yep. but that was a different Chiefs team. Yep. The Cardinals also destroyed the Rams early in the season. No, they did. That was yeah. That's very yeah. Right. Uh, That was thirty-seven to twenty. Right. So uh, I like the Chiefs. You like the Bills. And what a late game! What a matchup on Sunday! And we both agree that the winner of this game is going to the Super Bowl. I mean, this should be. uh, Where are the stops coming from in this game? Is Allen is hot to do that against the? I know you said misleading, but points per game at least points allowed. New England was number two in the league. Yeah, we were talking about the. the Cardinals and the offensive futility in eight drives without a first down. How about the Bills last week? Seven drives, seven touchdowns against the Bill Belichick defense. 
okay, can Josh Allen do that again? I want to see Josh Allen do it back-to-back. He was 21 for 25, 308 yards. He ran for 66 yards, five TDs, no picks. I'm glad you brought that up. Can Can I jump in? What a luxury that is to have, that you can sit there and you know you expect 50 yards out of him, Mm -hmm. and you can run design plays for him. Keeping drives alive, moving the sticks, third and five, he can pick it up. He goes short yardage as well. I mean, that that's huge. I think he's a big part of their running game and the success that he had against the Patriots. Uh, he made the Patriots' defense look bad. He made them look old and slow when he got outside the pocket and ran. There was nobody who could catch up to him. That that says a lot about the upgrades Bill Belichick's got to make on that defense. You wonder why guys like Chase Vinovich were not out there on the field. Josh Uche, why weren't some of the young guys that the Patriots drafted out there, uh, they were inactive or not playing many snaps in that game? I, there's a lot of... You know, we're talking a lot about the Cowboys and changes they got to make. Bill Belichick need to hire a defensive coordinator. Can we stop with the nepotism and the kid in the D.C.? Uh-huh. Huh? Well, they were doing a great job till the end of the year. That that surprised me. So we're the Cardinals. You know, and you want a Cardinals coaching yeah, right. change? Oh, wait a second now. <laughs> don't you? Don't you? They were give, ten and two. Don't you huh? give me Kingsbury Cardinals Belichick? Were ten and two. The goat and the guy with a losing record with Mahomes. The two games Saturday. I am. I am with you on this one. You, you exercise the demons. You end the 31-year playoff drought and get a win. Could it be like uh, the big letdowns coming for the Bengals? Yeah. I, I think you're on to something there. It could be the happy-to-be-here thing. Yes, I think that yeah. could occur. First playoff win for Joe Burrow. It's a young team. A lot of those guys, first time they've experienced a playoff win. Kind of happy to be here in Tennessee, and you're facing the top seed, and these guys are going to be hungry. I think mm-hmm. the Titans feel like they've been disrespected by a lot of people. Nobody looks at the Titans as a true sure. number one seed, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, so Derrick Henry coming back and the combination of the Bengals defensive line being beat up, I would have to lean to Tennessee. And, and Sunday night when JVT and I were in here at Circa doing the opening line show, I couldn't believe this number open Tennessee minus two and a half. Unfortunately, I wasn't quick enough on the trigger to lay the two and a half and I moved to three within the first hour. Uh, but now it's up to three and a half. And I thought that that line should be at least three, if not three and a half. And we're going to see four probably. This is one where when you look at this matchup more throughout the week, and we all like Joe Burrow, and I think he's going to be one of the most popular quarterbacks to bet on in the coming years. Uh, but I don't think the Bengals are ready to win a game like this because of their defense. They're too beat up, and uh, the Titans are probably going to run over them. The Adam Chernoff tweet, Cincinnati ranks 16th in rush success rate defense and 25th in run stop rate versus one of the easiest schedules of opposing rush offenses Three starting defensive linemen left the game against the Raiders and Henry returning. That could spell doom and trouble for Cincinnati on the road. And the Packers are six now at Bet Rivers, 47 and a half. The news on Garoppolo that he has a sprained shoulder and then uh, up in the air for Bosa coming back on Saturday. See, this is where Green Bay, remember, they had the bye and they also sat people in the second half against Detroit. So they've had plenty of time off. This will be the Russ versus rest thing. But San Francisco had to go overtime, down to the wire, playoff lives against the Rams on right. the road. Then they had to go on the road and beat the Cowboys. Now they got to go on the road on a short week in Lambeau. Uh, it's back to back to back. That's horrible. Tough to make those three road trips. I think it's a really negative situational spot. I know it's DraftKings moved to six on this game, too. Mm-hmm. I think pretty soon we're going to see uh, sixes across the board on the Packers, and uh, if not six and a half uh, this weekend. I do not think that number ever gets to seven. Do you? Okay, we'll get to uh, more of the playoff games and the numbers coming up. And also uh, in pocket, again, Matt's uh, golf plays are coming up next. Back-to-back winners so far and nine nine outright winners that he had last year with eight runner-up. 
finishes. What a performance by you last year. Right. Incredible. We'll run out in pocket. I like a hockey play tonight, too. Uh, I think you're going to see a run out of this team as they're getting uh, over COVID issues and the schedule starting to work out in their favor. In pocket coming up in Fran for Schiller to talk college hoops in 15 minutes. Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, baby. Uh, 3-0. and Let's grade these suckers. Mr. Anti-Fun over here. Will there be a walk-off win this week in the playoffs? No cashes. Will there be a safety? Easy money, Matt. I mean, come on. <laughs> the Murray play. Thanks to Kyler oh, Murray my for God. The, flipping the ball yep. out of the end zone last night. That, that Caesars, that, that moved 70 cents, too. Will there be a safety this week in any of the games? No cashes. And this I believe this went 5-1. and one. Uh, overall, but uh, had to win her last night. Cardinals-Rams longest touchdown under 42 and a half yards. That was a winner as well. And uh, our guy uh, Glenn had it. Shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. That got there, the under. Who had Sta- that? Stafford, one-yard sneak. Oh, yeah, that that's cash. right. Yeah. I know Glenn likes to play that. And uh, I-, I think the Islanders are going to get hot here. They better. I mean, this is this is their season. But they beat the Flyers last night at home 4-1. to one. Now they go on the road in Philly. I'll lay the dollar thirty with the Islanders. And they've won three of their last four. I think there's a winning streak coming with the Islanders, and they got to put it together because they're so far bar, so far back in this playoff chase with that long home st- uh, road trip rather to start the COVID issues, the makeup games. I guess everyone had with the pause. I'll lay the dollar thirty with the Islanders. So let's keep it going. All right, you keep it going. Let's try to make it three in a row with the golf. New York's uh, New York's got two of my favorite hockey coaches: the Rangers and the Islanders. Oh, George Trotz and Gallant, absolutely. Two of my favorite coaches. Yes. But, uh, all right, loser with the Cardinals last night. Winner with uh, Purdue plus two, Wyoming plus three. I did make good numbers on those games. I had both those teams as favorites, and uh, they both went off as dogs, and uh, both got the outright wins yesterday. Um, Wisconsin, I made this number four tonight. Badgers won and covered four in a row in the Big Ten. Are they a top ten team? Are you buying that? I don't think they're a top 10 team, but, you know, a legit top 20 team probably towards the bottom end of the top 20. But the Badgers with Johnny Davis and Brad Davison, you got to have good guards, and they've got them. And uh, I still think this Northwestern team's underrated by a lot of people, which is why this number's two. And 
I hate it when a number is uh, lower than what I make it like this because I'm a little suspicious. Um, but I made the number four, and I'm going to roll with the Badgers here. Northwestern has lost three Big Ten home games, and they have trouble closing out uh, games. So I'm going to lay the two with the Badgers. Iowa State plus eight at Texas Tech. Again, Iowa State, a one-point loser at Kansas last week. This is a, a team I still think is underrated in a lot of the uh, maybe on the Ken Palm ratings and in the betting market. The Cyclones uh, should be a tough out tonight in Lubbock. So let's go uh, Wisconsin minus two, Iowa State plus eight. On to golf. Here we go. No pressure. Try to win three weeks in a row. That'd be something. That would be something. And I will say this. I have never had a winner at this tournament, the American Express in La Quinta, California. This is a tough one to handicap because they play on three different courses. And uh, it's just a little bit, there's so many different handicapping elements going into it. But Scotty Scheffler is going to be my top play this week. And John Rahm is the favorite. Nobody in the world's playing better golf than John Rahm, so the favorite's going to be tough to beat this week. But you, you can't bet the favorite at 6-1 to one odds, right? Uh, Scotty Scheffler... He's grinding. He's still seeking his first PGA Tour win. He's the best player on tour without a win. He finished third on this course in 2020, and I think his game fits it. So let's go 20 to one with uh, Scotty Scheffler. Corey Connors, 27 to one, 11th last week in Honolulu. He was right there off the pace. He opened and closed with a 64. Um, Tita Green, he's outstanding. Putting, a little bit of a question mark, but he does putt well on Bermuda grass greens, and that's what we've got here in California this week. That's what we had in Hawaii last week. And you got to have guys who putt well on Bermuda. So Corey Connors, a guy that Andy Jeff liked a lot last week, yeah, by the way. Yeah, you got right. He might um, be on him uh, tomorrow, right? So Scheffler, 20-1. to 1, Connors, 27. Seamus Power at 32-1. to 1, Another guy who's a really good Bermuda greens putter. And uh, tied for third last week, four strokes back, Hideki Matsuyama. A couple of top 25s in this tournament in the past. So we got course form and current form working with him. And Abraham Answer, uh, top 20 on this course in 2019, a second place in 2020, and a tie for fifth last year. So course form, excellent for Answer, who played both tournaments in uh, Hawaii. And I think he's got a shot here at 35 to 1. So. Scheffler 20, Connors 27, Power 32, Answer 35. Those will be the plays uh, this week. Tournament host Phil Mickelson here at Circus Sports is at 125 to 1. Really? Yeah. What do you think? Okay. Worth a shot or not? Uh, uh, Pizza money, fine. In Pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at betrivers.com. Peter King, uh, again, Talked to a, a lot of people who follow and cover the league, and he talked to 36 people about what they would do with the awards. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers MVP in a route. In a route. In a route. Do you think Tom Brady deserves more consideration? Yes. The one thing I'll say about Rodgers, and it's astounding what he's done since Week One. You remember that 38 to three loss to the uh, Saints? Yes, he yes. threw two picks. Yes. Since that yeah. game, 37 touchdowns, two interceptions. Yep. And his season-long prop at Bet Rivers, I think, was seven, seven and a half, eight and a half, whatever it was. I gave that out. I go, that's way too high. Said, Crazy. And then they were the guys on CBS pregame show. We played. It's like, oh boy, it's gonna be a long year. What he did in the offseason. Okay, I, yeah, nice call, guys. Yeah. Well, a lot of us got that one wrong. Right. After they lose by thirty-five points wow. in Week <laughs> One, and you know all the stuff that went on in the offseason, he looked terrible in the Week One. He really didn't think the Packers were going to go 13-4 and no. four at that point, did you? He wasn't concerned. I, I love them to win the division, I'll tell you that. Relax. that. Uh, right. Uh, so, he all, this was a bit of a surprise. Vrabel, comfortably coach of the year. Blowout. 
Vrabel. Okay. Which, how did they, what a job. How they got the one seed. Without Derrick Henry right. for half and, the season. And you had Brown banged up, and you got nothing out of Julio. Well, Remember, they surprised. had that stretch. They lost to Houston at home. They were routed at New England. They got beat at Pittsburgh and blew a 10-point lead in the second half. But then they closed winners of four of their last five. And they got the uh, the big loss by Kansas City in in uh, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and there's your one seat and twelve and five. And I also think, <coughs> excuse me, the most impressive four week stretch by any team in the NFL this season. Yes, uh, beating the Bills and the Chiefs and the Colts and the Rams mm-hmm. four consecutive weeks. Uh, no team put together four uh, wins better than that in a row. To do it with guys out, too. I mean, what a job. If it's not Remember Vrabel. They, well, let's go back to week one. You brought up what happened to Green Bay. Remember what happened in week one? <laughs> they lost at home to Arizona 38-13. to They got out coached by Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what, Jones had five sacks in that game? Tannehill yeah. oh, was yeah. awful. Had oh, to yeah. fumble early on, right? And then they go to Seattle week two. Mm-hmm. They're down double digits in the second half. A rally and they, to win the game. They win that game in overtime. Actually, it, it shows you, when you look back, it shows you how little week one really means. And everybody overreacts to what happens in week mm-hmm. one, right? Packers, Titans. Right. Are you surprised by this? T.J. Watt, Defensive Player of the Year in a blowout. Uh, no, I thought he should have won it last year. Oh, back to Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. If it's not Vrabel, sure. who is it? Mike McCarthy? <laughs> uh, Matt LaFleur? Wait, no. Zach Taylor? Yes. If it's not, I would say, yeah. I, I'd go to Wouldn't you? Mike Tomlin? No. Yeah. If it was... I'd go Vrabel. I think he does deserve it, yeah. Taylor has to be in the mix, though. Worst to first? What he did? Mm-hmm. And they they had they had some struggles early too. That that's another good point, didn't they? They went to Chicago week two and got beat. That's right. This, yeah. That was another one about throw out what happens uh, early on. So I found that interesting with Peter King in his write up on Monday about talking to people with the various awards about what could cash Vrabel in a route, Watt in a route, Rogers in a route. That's oh, well, there's another one, Chase in a route for offensive rookie of the year over Mac comfortably Jones. over Matt. Yeah, I Jones. think Matt Jones faded obviously. Uh, I can tell you, yeah. Mitch called that too. He said it was too high. It was late in the season. Mac Jones was five dollars. Yeah, minus, minus five. Minus, minus five dollars. Yes. So, they, yes. Did Mitch bet? Did did he bet Jamar Chase at that point? I think he came back. Yeah, because he had Mac ten okay. to one. Good. So did John Rune Goulet here, who uh, he had uh, he bet Mac right before the news with Cam Newton. I think he had Mac ten to one. Yeah. So then Mitch, I got to lock in a profit here, and I come back. He came back with Chase at plus. Well, Mac Jones Mac. probably had that until the middle it, of December. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. That's uh, good stuff there. But, yeah. 10 and 7, lost to the Bears, lost to the Jets, strong finish. I got. I have to go Vrabel. But that would, I, I would have LaFleur down the list, though. Because it comes down to how much is, is Rodgers just controlling things. And then, I think, yeah. it's un, I, I think it's unfair. But what happened with uh, when he was out and what Love did or failed to do against oh, Kansas City? LaFleur deserves some credit it's, because yeah. when you, you compare the Packers and what they've done. Under him, as <clears throat> in comparison to what they did under Mike McCarthy at the end, yeah, you got to give a little yeah. first credit, but still, you got a quarterback who's essentially the MVP and threw 37 TDs and two picks over the last uh, 16 games. 15 minutes. I think it's got to oh, be Brable. 15 yeah. minutes, win some, lose some, against some creative props and all the big tickets that cashed with the wild card round. And I still can't get over the non-quarterback to throw a touchdown pass. What that paid as well. A couple bad beats and great dog videos, but. 
We'll talk to Mike Golick. We'll talk to Nate Tice about the playoffs. Uh, Mike Golick was on the Bengals game. Does he like their chances going to Tennessee? We'll shift gears. College hoops. Former coach and ESPN analyst Fran Fashilla coming up next. His thoughts on Auburn, Arizona, and what it's like to coach now with the transfer portal and everything college hoops. That's coming up straight ahead. Decent fall, the money. Paulie Howard, Matt Eunice. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.